They are the high kids. Your host today is Benji. High kids for kids by kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Kharkid Show on 101.9. Thank you for choosing the Kharkid Show on Chai FM. My name is Benjamin and I'm 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids, for kids, by kids. So coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Dan Matsapola and he is a science engagement manager at the South African National Space Agency. And so stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about what he does and how fun it can be. Also on the show, I have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth and a DIY on how to make your own satellite, which you can play with. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss this kid's show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Chai Kids today. Chai Kids. For kids. By kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Benji. Before we start the interview with Dan Matsapola, I want to introduce the tongue twister, tongue twister for today. It is, the cooker's food is cooked quickly. I repeat, the cooker's food is cooked quickly. A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 0101 to see if you can say it faster than me. I've Dan Matsapola with me in studio today, so if you have any questions for him, you can send them on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Dan Matsapola. Good afternoon, Benji, okay. to you. What was your first job? Tracking satellites for the government. Sounds like a fun job. Okay. <laughs> what inspired you to be a scientist at the Space Agency? The teacher said to me, the future is going to be bright for those who are scientists. So I decided to associate with the bright future. How long have you been working at SANSA? I'm a founding member of SANSA. So okay. I was there in April 1st, on April 1st, 2011, when it opened its doors. Amazing. Yes. Okay. Where is the space agency, or where, like, where are the headquarters? Headquartered on Mark Shuttleworth Street at okay. the Innovation Hub in Pretoria. Okay. Where do you mostly work from? I work from Earth Observation offices in Pretoria, but my job is outward facing. I'm always out there in the open. Have you been to, do you ever go to the headquarters for work? The headquarters and my division, Earth Observation, they are okay. located in the same area, oh, in the okay. same building, yes. <laughs> okay, sure. Have you done enter any, inter any other interviews like this one? It's not my first time in the studio. I have okay. done a show with Michelle as well, so it was fun. When, d when was it? I think it was 2019, yes, oh. in September 2019. Oh. 
Interesting. Yes. Does it feel good to be back? It does. It feels good to be back. Good, good. <laughs> Have you had to travel to any other countries for work? Oh, yes. There okay. are many projects that we do with our partners overseas. Okay. So I've traveled to all the six continents except Antarctica. So it's part of my job. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you very much. What is your job at the space agency? Space impacts many people in different ways, from young people in schools to adults. So I communicate space science and technology and engage with diverse users on how space impacts them. So you create a bigger understanding of space with children and adults alike? I stimulate interest in space science, yes. What is the biggest project you've worked on? Monitoring informal settlements in the province of Northwest uh, using satellites in outer space and mapping them on GIS. That was a five-year okay. project. That was the greatest fun I've had. Amazing. Yeah. What is your favorite job about your job and what do you do? I travel a lot. I get exposed to various communities in South Africa, mm-hmm. different classrooms. Just this quarter that is passed, I've been in 124 schools. So we support science, technology, engineering, and mathematics education. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How often do you work with or talk to children at schools? Children are my primary mm. target audiences. So I so like engaging. all the time. So all, all the time. time. Oh, all that the time. sounds amazing. Yes. What is it like to work at a space agency? I mean, like, that is one of my dream jobs. How does it feel? The space agency is the wow place to work and mm. uh, it exposes you to infinity herself. Amazing. Yeah. What, so just starting off the questions for today, what is a satellite? I've brought you one just in case. So can I take it home? Benjamin, you live on a satellite called Earth. Okay. That's a natural satellite. Hmm. Then there are man-made satellites, like the ZQube 2 satellite I've brought. Okay. This one's function is to monitor traffic of ships in our oceans. So there are many types of man-made satellites. Hmm. Uh. So if Earth is a man natural satellite, yes. then are every single planet in the solar system... Every single planet orbiting around the sun is a satellite. Okay. Yes. What was the first satellite to go into space and when was it launched? It was Sputnik 1. And it was launched in Russia in 1957 on the 4th of October. What are the purposes of a satellite besides Wi-Fi, TV and GPS? So the word satellite means helper. It means servant. It means attendant. In what language? In all languages. Okay. What it means is that if someone says, yay, we've launched a satellite into space, Mm -hmm. the first question you must ask them is, How is this satellite serving us, helping us? How is it helping us on Earth? So satellites are generally launched for a specific purpose. This one, monitoring oceans. There are satellites that monitor weather patterns. There are satellites that measure temperature in the oceans. Okay. So there are different types of satellites. Can we use satellites to monitor certain 
black tribes or groups of people or indigenous tribes or we people, can, humans. We, we can use satellites to monitor where people live, houses, how they've grown. We are actually monitoring live how South Africa's cities have grown since 1994. So and do we have pictures of luck? Oh, yes. Jen? Oh, yes. That oh, must yes. be amazing. That mu uh, we can see how your parents' house has grown if it was there 20 years ago. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite part about satellites? Oh, they are diverse and they allow you to answer many questions. Mm. So if, if you don't find the ones that you are exposed to very exciting, you can always choose more. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, okay. yes. How are satellites made? So before we make a satellite, we have to okay. know, like I said, it's a helper. Mm. We have to know who is it going to serve, all right? Who's going to pay for this satellite? Because the making of it is not a cheap exercise. And then, of course, we bring a team of specialists, engineers. I can and imagine scientists. it's not cheap at all. It is not cheap. And to test it before it's ready for oh. outer space, mm -hmm. it costs money too, because those facilities are not cheap to build either. And the people who actually do the testing of satellites are highly expensive engineers okay yeah how do we get the satellites into space as in the south african space agency so far all of south africa's satellites were launched from different parts of the world america and russia mainly yeah using russian rockets so, and american so rockets. our satellite have any of our satellites been launched locally not on South African soil, no. The, we are busy developing the rocket launching capability at the moment. Okay. Yes. How many rockets has South Africa made? South Africa, post-1994. There is a satellite, a rocket that was launched in South Africa okay. before 19, in the 1980s as part of the old government program. Today we are building a rocket called Sapphire from University of KZN, KwaZulu-Natal, and that's our hope and dream for launching from South Africa. Um, how, when should it be launched or when is the expected launch date? There are long lead times to these things, but South Africa has a decadal plan. Every okay. 10 years we come up with a 10-year plan. In that plan we, want, we hope to have achieved that uh, space readiness. For making uh, satellites, do we collaborate with any other countries or space agencies to design and build them, including the rockets? Yes, we do. But in the continent of Africa, by far, South Africa is the most advanced in terms of its own capability to okay. build. You see, you have a choice to build or buy. Build or buy. We like to tick the box called build. Okay. Yes. So I know a lot of people have been hearing the word orbit and satellites orbit the Earth. Yes. So what does orbit actually mean? A movement that a satellite makes around a larger object than itself okay. as if it's trapped by that object. It can't get away from this object. So it orbits, it moves around in almost a predetermined path. Okay. Yeah. Okay, on that note, let's take a song break. We will be back very soon. Hi, kids. For kids, by kids.
They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Benji. Making today a perfect day from frozen fever. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Benjamin and you are still listening to the Chai Kids show on 101.9 Chai FM. Before we carry on with our interview with Dan Matsapola, our DIY project for this week is a satellite. You will need a satellite printable, a pair of scissors, aluminium foil, glue, craft sticks, water bottle and a cereal box cardboard. And this is how you make it. Print the satellite template and cut out the shapes from this template. Cut your water bottle in half and then cut out a section of the bottom half. And remember to always have an adult with you when using scissors or any sharp object. Put your water bottle back together so now that it is a smaller bottle. Tape the middle, wrap your bottle with aluminium foil and tape. Use the templates to cut out the rectangles and the circle out of the cardboard. Glue your cardboard circle to the top of your water bottle. Wrap the half circle around and tape to it to make a satellite dish. Glue to the top of the cardboard circle. Wrap the cardboard rectangles with aluminium foil and glue the printed satellite panels on top of the foil. Glue a craft stick to each satellite panel. Poke holes in your water bottles and insert the craft stick slash panels. And you have your own satellite. I've Dan Matsapola in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or a telegram to 061-895-1019 or call 010-140-3020. Now let's carry on with our questions. So, how many South African satellites are currently orbiting the Earth? Four. What are they called? <laughs> so... In January this year, on the 13th, we launched three at once. So those are triplets. They are going to monitor our oceans from up there. And before that, on the 27th of December 2018, we launched this one, ZA Cube 2. So these are the currently four orbiting satellites in outer space. Can you track those satellites or can the out- or can this outside world... Ca- can they see where it is, like a program or app where they can see where the satellites are? There's a database of all satellites that you can see. Whether or not you can communicate with them and get information from them depends on the contract you have with the owners of these satellites. Okay. So they are protected. How often does South Africa do satellite launches? So in the first 20 years since South Africa became a spacefaring nation, we were doing two satellites every 10 years. But since we launched these three this year, we've, we are launching three every 10 years. So the frequency has gone up. Wow. So when was the last time besides uh, this year and 2018? Before that? Before that, we had launched on in 2013 the satellite that went to characterize the upper atmosphere. Are the, or are sat, how long does the satellite stay in orbit? They are designed with a mission lifetime. Sometimes they can live beyond that mission lifetime. Other times they don't even make it to the five right. to seven years mission lifetime. 
are our satellites as good and say have the same purposes as some of the satellites from other countries such as the United States or other countries? They adhere to the same international standards and the engineering concepts are exactly the same, the principles. So it just matters that some people have more money to build redundancy into their satellite, but otherwise functionally they are exactly the same. So depending on the country's wealth, yes, th- uh, the standards of the satellites vary. Yes, th- some build more redundancy, in other words, more backup. If their systems, one... Fail. Yeah, that fails. They mm-hmm. have systems backup two, three, and four. And then others only have systems backup one. Do we have subsystem backups? Yes, yes, you build that if you want to prolong the life of your satellite because there are some systems if they stop working, that means the end of the mission of the satellite. Okay. Yeah. How far above the Earth do satellites orbit? Sumbandila Sat orbited at 500 kilometers altitude and this one is 550 kilometers altitude so low Earth orbit is below 1,000 kilometers. That's where many of the low Earth orbiting satellites are. Okay. If something malfunctions, breaks, or gets impacted by debris, how are we supposed to fix it? Because we're on the ground. One of the most interesting things about satellite engineering is that you only have one chance to build your satellite. And once it's gone, it's gone. So if something happens, like that's it, no fixing. Yeah, it's not economical to actually attempt to bring it and fix it. It's more expensive. You rather leave it up there in outer space. So if we had a space station or any other countries and they were near the satellite, could they do a spacewalk to fix the satellite? It's a research question and there is work underway in this respect. If it is realized, this is going to revolutionize the way and the longevity of mission lifetimes. Okay. Yeah. Can we do repairs from, from the ground or if a satellite gets destroyed, it's destroyed? You can do software upgrades from the ground. In okay. other words, you can, like you upgrade your cell phone, you can upgrade a satellite through sending commands to it, but not the physical types of so upgrades. we can upgrade its software and what it can do but we can't actually fix physical damage yeah you can't change a tire if it best in outer okay. space if we need to send a human to space like desperately can we ask a space agency like nasa or spacex to help with astronauts or do we need or do we send south african astronauts into space We currently have international relations with these agencies that have the capacity demonstrated to take people to space. We currently don't have an astronaut So if we desperately need an astronaut in space, we can ask a different country to send one of their astronauts into space for our purposes. We can do what Mark Shuttleworth Hmm. did, pay someone to take you there. (laughs) Is there a South African spacesuit or one currently being designed? Not to the best of my knowledge, no. We do not have an astronaut program, so I don't know that... There's no need for it. Yes, it always goes with the need, yeah. Okay. How many rockets have we launched over over our independence as a country? During the pre-1994 era, there was one 
that was launched from the Overbeck test range. It's a Dinell facility in the Western Cape. Mm. But that capability was destroyed uh, after 1994. How did it get destroyed? Basically gave up the capability and now we are resuscitating it back again. Is it working? Well, we know where to launch them. We know who is building the rocket and they are progressively testing it until it's space qualified and ready to take small satellites into low Earth orbit. That would okay. be a success factor. Okay. How many rockets have we launched? Not from South Africa. We've, no. During apartheid, yes, we have. As South African rockets in different countries. No, no, we, we do not have a record of South African rockets okay. launched in different countries. Okay. Does or has our space agency collaborated with other countries in space launches? It is part of the business of space. You can't do anything by yourself. So it's all sharing and everyone works together. South Africa chairs the group on Earth observation. SANSA is a member of the Committee on Earth Observation Satellites and that controls over 200 satellite missions. So we are part of that group. And so as a member, you get benefits. We just had recently floods in KZN. Mm -hmm. We we activated the charter. The National Disaster Management Center activated the charter and SANSA services that and supports the government to help the people in KZN. So the people made available their satellites to South Africa because we had a disaster. Okay. Yeah. Do any of the people currently working at SANSA come from different countries or born in different countries? Oh yes, we do have a diverse workforce. Yes, we have people from America, we have people from other parts of the world. Okay. How many people currently work or have a job at SANSA? How many employees are there? I would say approximately 200. I would love to say 202, but it could change tomorrow. But yes, about 200 people. You okay. Would yeah. Okay. Who is the director of the space agency? Wow. It's a lady who grew up in a rural village mm -hmm. in the Eastern Cape. And because of the opportunities available, she is the acting CEO today and has traveled the world extensively. She's still very young, and that is the most exciting, especially for African girls who have dreams of becoming somebody big in space. That's inspirational. Yes. How long has she been director of the space agency? Since the CEO resigned in February, so it is now March, April, May, June. This is her fourth month. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So not too long. Not too long. Not too. We are busy okay. hiring a CEO. Mm. Yes. What year was Sansa founded? So the Sansa Act Number Thirty Six of Two Thousand and Eight is the founding uh, act that brought Sansa into. And we opened the doors in twenty eleven. Yes, we opened the doors in twenty eleven. Even though the Minister of Science and Technology launched Sansa in December. 2010, just after the World Cup. So was, in founding the space agency, was it like one person who worked together or was it a whole group of people because you've previously mentioned that you were one of the founding members or was it a group of people that helped together to found, this, found the space agency? So SANSA is an agency of the South African government. So government, through cabinet, makes a decision 
that we need a space agency of our own because space is such an integral part of our lives, our economy, and monitoring our environment. So we're going to create it, and they put together an act. The president signs it, and then boom! Who was the president at the top? It was President Khalima Mutante who signed that act. Okay. Yes. How was the space agency founded? So exactly as I said, we, we, we create an enabling environment because before the space agency comes, there was something that needed to come first. Space agency came after we had launched our first satellite. So in order to have signed the treaty at United Nations level, we needed to have a Space Affairs Act and we needed to have a South African Council for Space Affairs that deals with all the regulatory aspects, registration of South African assets in outer space at United Nations level. So the environment has to be perfect before this baby called the Space Agency is created and operational. Okay. Yeah. Are there observatories and telescopes in the country and where are they? Yes, there are. The World Cup of Science is being undertaken from South Africa through the Square Kilometer Array in the Northern Cape. And I have been there at the Losbeck site in the Karierberg local municipality. Mm -hmm. If you want to go there, take a lot of food with you because you're going to lose even the cell phone signal because those guys, they don't like something called radio frequency interference. And your cell phone brings that. Okay. Yeah. What other observatories have you been to in the country and where are they? There are many observatories. Uh, one of them is next door to Hartebius Hook called the Hartebius Hook Radio Astronomy Observatory. So it is, it is next door to Sansa's satellite ground station in Hartebius Hook. So if you want to visit, that's one of the coolest places you ever want to visit. If you go there at night, can you look through the telescope and see the stars? It's one of the activities that they were doing before uh, lockdown. In fact, they were taking groups of young people and taking them through sky viewing at night. Some groups even spend the night at Hartrow, so I know because I was there before. Have they started it again since lockdown? As far as I know, they haven't, but I'm sure they will make announcements soon now that we don't have a requirement to wear masks anymore. Okay. Yes. What countries have you been to for work? Well, I have been to Russia. I have been to Canada. I've attended the largest gathering of space professionals on Earth. We hosted it in Cape Town, then I attended it in Beijing, I attended it in Canada, and the last one I attended was in Bremen, Germany in 2018. So you've been all around the world? I have been all around the world amazing. and it's amazing experience. Which country was your favorite? I'm still hung up on my first international trip to Australia and Sydney, Australia was by far the most beautiful of the countries I have visited. I've seen pictures of it. It's beautiful. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So uh, I'm going to end off my questions by saying, if you could say absolutely anything to the world, what would you say and why? As human beings, we are the most intelligent species ever created. What we think we know about space 
is but a fraction of what is potentially discoverable. So let us continue to explore. Let us continue to start our young people early so that the future Albert Einsteins are with us earlier rather than later in their lives. Amazing. Okay, on that note, let's take a quick song break and after the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020. Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Benji. Just around the river bend. It's a song from Pocahontas. This is Ha Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 10 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us. Oh, wait, we've just got a question. So, uh, Dan Matsapola, how long do satellites last and what happens to expired ones? Every satellite has a mission design lifetime. Let's say it's five years. With telecommunication satellites, it can be even up to 15 years mission lifetime. Okay. When it dies, it's when it's no longer able to provide us the service that it was took, taken up there to deliver in the first place. So regulations require lately that you must provide enough fuel to shoot it out from where it will interfere with operational other satellites into a graveyard orbit where it will not interfere with anything. Okay. Yes. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 010-140-3020 and I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. I will start. Are you ready? Three, two, one. The cooker's food is cooked quickly. 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 Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? If not, okay. If not, let's do it with Dan Matsapola. Will you please start the timer and go. The cooker's food is cooked quickly. 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 The cooker's. You did good. You did good. Yeah. Well done. On that note, let's go for an ad break. Hi, kids. Four kids. Hi Kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Benji. Towards the side, a song from home. This is Hi Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Benjamin and I'm 10 years old. Thank you for playing. Thank you to my desk guest Dan Matsapola for coming on Ha Kids to my producer Senna and Vusi for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Ha Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Goodbye kids.